If it is possible, let this cup pass from me, not as I will, but as you will. Good morning, Christian America. These are Jesus's words. This is his prayer. He is in the Garden of Gethsemane on the night that he is about to be betrayed. He's about to enter into his passion. The culmination of his earthly ministry is at hand, and even Jesus stresses about it. Even Jesus has his own reservations about what's to come. He even says that the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. He is human after all. He has faced our human frailty. But what he does this night, let us remember and let us follow in his steps when things get hard in our lives. Let's talk about this night in the agony of Gass in the Garden of Gethsemane. Good morning, Christian America. And so, good morning, Christian America. Eddie here is always representing the Christian American revitalization effort. We want to remind you guys, we want to remind you, the Christian American community, all the supporters that are out there, the you know multitude of you guys, of believers, we appreciate you. We can't say that enough. What we do here is for you and for the community writ large. We are trying to build an engaged community of believers, people who seek the kingdom first and not all the earthly trappings people who seek christ in their lives in each of our lives people dedicated and trying to be dedicated daily to living a righteous life living a life in christ helping one another loving each other as we love ourselves loving god trusting god having faith in god with all our heart mind soul and strength these commandments that jesus gives us it's you guys that are gonna make believers of many nations. It's you guys, it's us, it's the followers, it's the believers in Christ, it's the disciples, it's the evangelists, it's us. There's no one else able to do it. Jesus works through us. He lives in us. When we have faith in him and do good works for him, those good works have innumerable effects and they're immeasurable effects. We can only see them and experience them. It's hard to calculate them. That's why you're so important. That's why it's important that you stay engaged, that you seek the kingdom and be evangelists for Christ. So what we try to do here on this podcast is inspire you, educate you, inform you, give you a, a taste of scripture, you know, unadulterated, unfiltered. We're going to listen to scripture. I'm going to show it to you. I'm going to read it to you verbatim. That way you understand, you see what's going on at this time. And hopefully you take something away from it. Hopefully, not only do you take something away to think about, but you take away something that you're inspired about, that gets you to, to talk to your friends, talk to your families, talk to those in your neighborhood, talk to those in whom you work with, to, to tell them the good news. That's what it is. Speak the good news. This world, my friends, is filled with good-for-nothing news. Good-for-nothing news fills the airways. 
It fills the radio station. It fills a TV station. It fills social media. We are the antidote to that. The good news is the antidote to the good for nothing news. And so we ask that you, you be involved in the community. We ask that you participate in the community. We ask that you click that little share button or uh, click that little subscribe button in the bell if you're watching this on YouTube. Subscribe to the podcast, either the audio only versions, wherever they have podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever. Subscribe to the YouTube channel so you catch this video every Monday and Friday when it comes out. Like the Christian American community page, whether it be on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Parler, all my people, all the people and the followers on Parler right now, that community is growing exponentially over the over the recent you know few months. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for being involved. Thank you guys for spreading the message. Thank you guys for echoing the stuff that, that, that the content that we try to put out. And again, this content isn't about me. It isn't about one person, at least not one earthly person. This content is about Jesus. It's about living our lives towards him. But we can't live our lives in the example that he set. We can't, you know, experience or, or uh, take away from his experience in order to to live by it and to inject it into our lives if we don't know what's going on if we don't know what he did if we don't know what he said if we don't know what he taught if we don't know what he went through and so that's what this podcast is about the good morning christian america podcast it's just that it's trying to get you up in the morning get you started with a good morning a good news morning here in, in America and find out and discuss what is going on in this world at this time that affects us as a faithful community. That's what we try to do here every Monday and every Friday. And we could not do it without each of you. You guys are an engaged group. You guys are well-tilled ground, well-tilled soil, just waiting to be to be to be planted and to be watered so that God can grow and and bloom you know good fruit inside you that you may do those works you understand it but you only understand it because somebody brought it to you and you in turn have to turn around and bring it to others and that's what we encourage you to do today but today's podcast we're going to pick up where we picked up last Friday where Jesus is going in entering into the time of his passion he has just completed the last supper it's passover the time in which the lamb is slaughtered and there's a meal well jesus has the meal and he's becoming the lamb he is the lamb of god he is the sacrificial one he's the one whose death and resurrection cleanses our slate opens up the gates of heaven abolishes all of our sins him and him alone this is what he's come to do but even that even the son of man although fully god is also fully man and so he has reservations in his flesh when you are tempted in this world when you are tempted in this life 
to do the wrong thing, to go against God's will. Know that that idea, know that that temptation is there for everyone. But what we have to do is recognize that it's not on, uh, it's not on us. It's not our decision. It's God's decision. We know that because, again, Jesus tells us that. And he's going to tell us that as we look at this scripture today. So I'd ask that you turn your, your Bibles to the book of Matthew, chapter 26. We're going to start on verse 36, where Jesus is in the Garden of Gethsemane with his disciples. And this is what happens. So in verse 36, it says that then Jesus came to them to a place called Gethsemane. And he said to his disciples, sit here while I go over there and pray. He took along Peter and the two sons of Zebedee. That's James and John, by the way. And began to feel sorrow and distress. He said to them, my soul is sorrowful even to death. Remain here and keep watch with me. He advanced a little and fell prostrate in prayer saying, my father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Yet not as I will, but as you will. When he returned to his disciples, he found them asleep. He said to Peter, so you could not keep watch with me for one hour. Watch and pray that you may not go under the test, that you may not undergo the test. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Withdrawing a second time, he prayed again, my father, if it is not possible that this cup pass without me drinking it, your will be done. Then he returned once more and found them asleep, for they could not keep their eyes open. He left them and withdrew again and prayed a third time, saying the same thing again. Then he returned to his disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping and taking your rest? Behold, the hour is at hand when the Son of Man is to be handed over to sinners. Get up, let us go. Look, our betrayer is at hand. Listen to the agony. Listen to the stress. Listen to the anxiety that Jesus has over what's about to take place. He has known this from the beginning. He's known this throughout his ministry. He's known this since he was a child. He's known that this day is coming. And he's probably reflecting in those times of prayer all the good times that he's had on this earth. The times with his mother Mary and his father Joseph. The times with his friends growing up. The times learning to be a carpenter with his father all the people in his community, everything that he knows is flashing through his mind. You could just imagine that. Knowing the responsibility that he takes upon, that he has upon his shoulders. And he's distressed over it. He's stressing over it. Even in this stress, this is the same stress that you and I feel. Although our circumstances are not quite as dramatic. But we feel this tension. We feel this stress. We feel this anxiety as to what we're doing. Is it right? Are we giving it all we got? 
Are we doing enough? Whatever that enough is. Are we on the right track? Are we raising our children right? Are we doing what we're called to do? Am I being a good neighbor or not? All these thoughts, all these anxieties, all these stresses, all these, all this pressure. Jesus feels this. He's experienced it. That's why he came as man to show us that not even he can escape our human frailty. Not even he. He feels pain. He feels stress. He feels empathy. He feels sorrow, the passage says. You can even see he sees he feels a little frustration that his disciples can't stay awake with him. He needs that friendship. He wants that comforting. Even the Son of Man wants someone, someone to empathize with him in this moment of trial. So when you feel this way, know that Jesus felt this way too. But through all the pain he's about to endure, through all the suffering that he's about to endure, for all the mental agony that he's currently going through, all the sorrow, and dare I say fear, that he's experiencing. What does he do? Your feelings and your reactions, sometimes you cannot control them right away. But what you do, the actions that you take after that, you do control. Your mentality that you take on after this fear, you do control. What does Jesus do? First, he prays, by God, we should all. He prays to God. And he asked, he asked for help. Fully recognizing as well that it's God's will that needs to be done. It's God's will that needs to be done in his life, in his earthly life. Let us recognize that it's God's will that needs to be done in our lives. Although the next few moments, although the next few days, although the next few weeks, although the next few months, heaven help us, although the next few years may be difficult in our lives, they may be painful, they may be stressful, they may, they may be difficult. You may lose friends and family. You may have your faith tested. As difficult as they are, know that God's plan is greater than any plan we could ever design for ourselves. I'll say that again. God's plan is greater than any plan that we could ever develop ourselves. Jesus even knows this, still taking human form, still taken in human form. He says that God's will be done. Yes, the spirit is strong, but the flesh is weak. 
Paul talks about the flesh mindset and the spirit mindset in later letters of scripture. We are called not to be of the flesh. What does Jesus say the flesh is? He says the flesh is weak. Why? Because as Paul says, the flesh gets tempted. The flesh gets tempted with worldly and earthly trappings. But he says the spirit is strong. Let our spirit be strong. The trial and the tribulation that you are going through today. The trial and the tribulation that we are going through today. The strife and the political division that we are that we are facing today. Let that not consume us into believing that that is everything. The pain that you feel today, the stress that you feel today, the anxiety that you feel today, the hunger that you feel today, the anger that you feel today, whatever it is that you are struggling with today, let that not be understood as being everything because it's not. I can promise you it's not. It's going to be difficult, yes. There will be pains, yes. There will be trials and tribulations, yes. There will be challenges and obstacles, yes. But ladies and gentlemen, God has a plan. And although the flesh may be weak, I ask that your spirit be strong. And the only way you can strengthen your spirit, the only way that you can strengthen your faith, is to find the word of God and cover yourself in it. Embrace it. Hold it close. Read it. Study it. Meditate on it. Memorize it. Pray. Pray to Jesus. Pray that he heals you. Pray that his plan is revealed to you in due course, at due time. Why do I say this? Because it's exactly what Jesus does in this time of significant challenge. He prays to his father and he asks that his father's will be done with all of his friends falling asleep, not understanding, will eventually scatter in a few passages, we'll cover that. Jesus stands alone and he does it for you and I. And he recognizes as we should recognize that God's plan is what we should be calling for that to be wise in his eyes and not our own as paul says that in romans chapter 5 that we are called to glory in our sufferings because sufferings produce perseverance that perseverance that resilience produces character the character of a good person the character of a strong man or a strong woman. 
the character of a of a good husband or a good wife or a good child or a good mother or a good father a good community member a good elder in your church that perseverance makes good character and that good character brings about hope hope in the everlasting life hope in god almighty hope in jesus christ That is how we overcome the challenges that we are faced with. That is how Jesus overcomes this. And we all know how that turned out. So I encourage you today, this Friday, think about this passage. Reread this passage in whatever translation that you have. This is just one, but they all pretty much read the same. Understand that Jesus even struggles. But he overcomes it through prayer and steadfast devotion and faith. Let us follow in those footsteps. Not only that, but let us spread that message so that others may follow in those footsteps. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we want you to have a blessed weekend. Don't forget to like and share and, and, and follow us on all the social media platforms. Spread the good news to counteract the good for nothing news. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, you guys stay on fire for Christ. Stay blessed. We'll see you Monday. Good morning, Christian America.